a Lifetime Original Podcast. Think if you had a baby, what that would do to Mabel. Get the dog once the kid is like five. I love a Lifetime movie. This ain't your mama's lifetime. Yeah, we watch Maury. We know this happens. Heather ain't well. Drunk, 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 drunk. A teenage boy sober don't know which way is up. Tale as old as time. Girl, you peed on that. You peed on that. Forthcoming on IG. <laughs> if I'm at your house changing a damn diaper and you on Peggy's family plan, I'm gonna call you out. <laughs> Amanda, wait. Tell me. I was going to tell you. You were too busy fondling Heather. I don't want anything to do with her. I just... Exactly, Connor. If it was just us, I could talk to you. But it's not. Amanda, please. Connor. Look, I don't care what my parents say. I'm going to be here for you whether you want me to or not. And welcome to another week and another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Megan Gailey, and I am joined by one of my dearest friends. Nobody cracks me up more. <laughs> Ugh, mother to Mabel and to all of our hearts, Naomi Ekparrigan. That is so sweet, Megan. That is so nice of you. Uh, so good to see your shining face. It's a joy. It's a It's a true, you know, you go, wow. We And we have marathon recording sessions. I don't I'm, even <laughs> think that people know. But when I get to see Naomi and our Julian or Jesse, it's a bright spot in my week. Well, it's especially because what's so funny is that, you know, I am constantly texting you like oh, all yeah, week long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet still when I see your face, it's like, there she is. Yeah. There she goes. Well, and we're audio messaging. I mean, we're <laughs> we're giving each other the the real 360 version of ourselves as much <laughs> as possible, but I still need more. Okay. The movie we are discussing today, a title for the record books. Okay. Lifetime, they really come through with titles that let you know this ain't your mama's lifetime. You know what I mean? Like killer twin, like pom-pom murders. Well, this movie changes the whole game. This movie is called Double Daddy. Megan, <laughs> it's called Double Daddy. Yeah. It's a teen's life turns upside down when her boyfriend impregnates both her and a new student at school. Wow, wow, wow. Can you imagine? I mean... No, I cannot. <laughs> it's so funny because this movie, it does so much because at first it kind of just feels like, okay, is this like a teen drama? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh no, there's thriller elements. Yeah. You can watch this on Lifetime Movie Club if you, you haven't. You must. Yeah, you must actually. That's just, you can, you must watch on Lifetime Movie Club. And I I have um a little bit of news to share. I know that I have um talked a little bit about my journey when it comes to conceiving a child because of our our podcast mm -hmm. um, meta episode where then at the end the podcaster got pregnant and I was jealous of her. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. Double Daddy, I think, came to us at the perfect time because I am now ready to tell all of our lovely listeners that I am pregnant. Megan! Maggie is preggy. Yes, I am safely into the second trimester, and I already know that I'm having a little baby boy. She's having a boy, a bouncing baby boy, who yes. luckily will be of color. 
So I'm not too worried. You know, normally I'm not here for white babies. Like when someone procreates. The white part will be coming from me. And the brown part will be And that will be, be strong. Those genes will be strong, Megan. <laughs> I'm hoping for a freckle. You know, we do watch enough Lifetime movies that you hear man, boy, and you go, oh boy, that's a killer. And so I will be raising him to not be a killer, to not yes. be a stalker, to not Absolutely. be a psycho yoga instructor. We um, love if that. anything, that'll be, you know, when, when you have the little, you measure how tall the kid is, I'm going to yeah. have all of those red flags next to hit and cross it off and say, you've hit right. two feet tall. You will not be a psycho grandpa. <laughs> so we will be raising him in the light of our Lord lifetime. Yes. And that's wonderful. And I, you know, I, I am really hoping I can step into my auntie energy, you know, mm -hmm. as someone who's not going to have children, but I do want to be an auntie. I want to be around, you know, if there's a little boy. I want to be reading him like bell hooks for babies. Like, I'm really like, when can we start? You know, and I'm so excited. I'm going to start reading to your belly, whatever uh, I can do. I would love, and, and I just want your voice echoing in his ears, you know? <laughs> um, I do have to say my first trimester was really brutal. Um, I yeah. do not know how people do this multiple times. My husband's already trying to trick me again. Um, don't, you want a, <laughs> don't you want a little girl? I'm like, shut up. Um, you haven't even popped out the first I one. He's know. already thinking about the second. Yes, third, fourth, fifth. Seventh. He wants a whole damn basketball team. Um, but I do have to say my heart um, goes out to people still trying and it took me a year and I, I know it takes people all different journeys and paths they have to go down. So I hope this lets you know, listen, at 35, you can still get those eggs popping. But also <laughs> it has made me even more steadfast in my belief of a woman's choice because this shit is hard and I can't imagine having mm -hmm. to do it if it wasn't something I desperately wanted to do. Oh, I love when you use your platform, honey. Thank you. I love when you use your platform. CJ is right. You are a Karen for good. A Karen. <laughs> a um, and so today we are also going to be welcoming a very special guest, a good friend of Naomi and mine, and a recent daddy himself, comedian, and just all around sweetheart of a guy, Will Miles. So we will be so excited to talk to him. Oh my God. Honestly, like, I'm still reeling I, from your news, from your just sharing. And I think that we need to take a quick break, collect ourselves, because I'm cavelling, and then we got to get into the movie. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so I have to say the most exciting thing is that we open on a title card that says inspired by true events. And you just heard the log line, which means this, is, <laughs> this has happened. And as someone from Indiana, I would venture to say this has probably happened multiple times. Oh, definitely. I mean, inspired by true events, which is like eh, probably like one teenage boy every week. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if it's based on just someone who gets two people pregnant around the same time. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it, we watch Maury. We know this happens. Right, right. But 
Okay, I will tell you this, though. From the beginning, so... Because the movie starts off at a party at a big house. And maybe just because we watched a lot of like sorority movies lately, I immediately assumed they were in college because we're seeing beer bongs. Uh, Double, you know, two-story beer bongs. Okay, exactly. I'm like, okay, there is real estate here. I was like, oh, I assume we're in a frat house. We see, uh, we don't know the face, but we just see a woman in a red dress. Mm-hmm. And she's like walking through the house and just sort of like caressing like the jewelry, the clothes. She's got on like a bunch of rings herself. Yeah. And then she looks at a picture of a young couple. And then we see the boy in the couple. He's in the party doing the beer bong. Then he gets a phone call from his girlfriend, Amanda. And he's like, gotta stop. You know, he's like a sweet boy. He's in love with this girl. So he's going to stop the party to go take a call. And basically Amanda is working as a camp counselor. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, okay, it's summer. Mm -hmm. And she's like doing the camp thing. She's been away from him to raise some money for college. And she's like, okay, I'll be back at the end of the month. So the couple in the picture was Amanda and Connor. And from this phone call and what we're seeing, we're like, they're good. You know, they're like a solid couple, but Connor's maybe like a bit of a party boy. Hey. Hey, you. What's all the noise? Oh, I just invited a few guys over. You know how it is. Word got out. I miss you. I miss you too. But I'm saving a lot towards school. (laughs) I miss Lucas, Maya, and a few other people. I better go, but I love you. I can't wait for you to get home. I love you too. But I will say this. This is one of the first times that I actually felt like I was watching actual teenagers. Yeah. You know, usually in Lifetime movies, it's like, you're clearly 35 playing 20. And these two are very teen to me. And like mm-hmm. little Amanda, she was, she just, she's like a blonde little, kind of like a little sweet nerdy girl. You know, like I was like, okay, they're like really just like two teens in love. And I was immediately on their side, even though they were Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> and blonde too. So that's yeah, like, as very Aryan, you get. Yeah. Um, and I think that was probably a casting choice mm-hmm. because they're eventually going to be pregnant. Um, yeah. That it was like, we need this to look like a teen pregnancy. Right. Because that really drives home. Like, what are they going to do? Right. <laughs> but basically Connor's gotten drunk and he's going to refill the keg and he goes, goes to the garage and then we see the brunette who's like touching all the items in the house in the red dress in the red dress she follows him and immediately is like oh come stay with me oh is this a mercedes and you know she's like really into the car god look at this dash what all these buttons do and is basically Laying it on real, real thick. Now I know why you shouldn't drink and drive. Everything's spinning. (laughs) I can make it stop spinning. Listen to the lead up to what is basically drunken teen sex. Okay, now that clip, if they ended it where I asked for it to be, um, it ended on teen sex noise. And uh, yeah, so he's wasted. Connor is drunk, 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 drunk. And I think in our everyday life and pop culture and just the way of the world, we're used to seeing this portrayed and the flip where the guy is like sober or less drunk and being predatory towards a drunk girl, a la promising young woman. We're seeing a gender flip on this one. But see, this is what I'll say here. Two things. First of all, I immediately know this girl is not okay because who wants to have sex with a drunk teenage boy? Okay? A teenage boy sober don't know which way is up. (laughs) Let alone as drunk as Connor was. He couldn't even sit up straight in in the car. So I was like, why is this the choice you're making? And then secondly, I actually immediately was 
not into it. The idea that that a woman preyed on him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. like, oh, he wouldn't have been a double daddy if not for this terrible vixen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Connor has drunkenly cheated on good girl camp counselor Blondie Amanda, who's not in town. I think this is a, ooh, tale as old as time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Going away for the summer, honey. When you're a teenager, you can't be doing these long distance relationships. No. I'm sure people will come. Honestly, I assume I'm going to get a lot of like angry DMs because I have a lot of thoughts in this movie that will make me unpopular. But you know what? I'm not afraid. Okay. I'm not afraid to stand in my truth that I think this whole movie is Christian propaganda. But anyway, (laughs) but here's the thing. So afterwards, we cut to the first day of school. And this is where I got confused though, Megan, because we cut to them the first day of school. And then I realized when we see school, I was like, oh, this isn't a college. This is high school. Yeah. And Amanda like surprises Connor at his locker. And they're like, ooh, we have the same first period together. And as they're kind of having a little kiss and some fun, Heather comes up and is just like, hey, Connor. (laughs) And now you guys, what you need to know, and this is why you have to watch this movie on Lifetime Movie Club. Heather has the craziest eyes Mm -hmm. I have ever seen on a human being. I mean, the way they frame her. Yeah. I mean, her eyes are naturally big, but also just she like them. they give them, yeah, that, that dark eyeliner. And they really do these like close ups and side shots where she looks like a killer clown from outer space. OK. And so even when she's saying hi, you're like something about to happen. Yeah. Day one. And, and this is probably 730. That's too early. Exactly. But here's the real rub. All three of them have this first period class together. Yeah. So immediately, you know, Connor tries to blow it off, acts like he doesn't know Heather. He's like, oh, she's like a new girl in town. And then immediately Amanda goes to her friend Maya. And I'm very into Maya as the messy black friend who's like, (laughs) let's scroll through her socials. okay? And she pretty much looks up Heather, sees a picture from the party and is sort of like, oh, this girl, whatever. You know, um, Maya doesn't think it's any big deal. But then Amanda drops this doozy. It's just I'm late. Late. Oh, you mean you're... Yeah. I was supposed to get my period over a week ago. Okay, so she's late. I gotta gotta admit, high school period is, like, all over the place. There was was a six-month stretch where I had it all the time, except (laughs) I would have, like, a few days off of you. Like, it was... It's just not... Your, like, Mm -hmm. hormones are crazy. And so I did think it was funny that Maya was like, Don't worry. I'm late all the time. All the time. It's like, <laughs> it is hard to, you also just don't know what your cycle is going to be at that point. Like, it's like. But unless you're on a pill or something because you're trying not to get pregnant from your teen boyfriend. That's 100%. why she should know what's no, up. She should be concerned. I just felt, I just, it took me back to my own period woes of uh-huh, being uh-huh, uh-huh. 17. I didn't have sex in high school, so I also don't. Okay, so it's like I don't know. I don't know this life really. Um, I just fun fact though: when Amanda does have to leave, it's because her mom sends her a text. Her mom is in her phone under her first name. It's like she gets a a text (laughs) from Trish, and I was like, okay, I love, I love that Trish is in Amanda's calling her mom by her first name, and it's just like, okay, that's their vibe, and then. We see Amanda, she gets home and her older sister is crying. So if Amanda's in high school, her older sister's probably like, she's mid-20s looking 42. <laughs> and basically her sister's crying because she's had another miscarriage. She is married. <sighs> she and her husband really want a family. And mom Trish is trying to console her. They really had to add in the sister having fertility issues. Which Just, I, again, uh, this is part of the propaganda. Okay. Wow. Wow. Because they because now you're like, oh, well, some women's greatest dream is to have a family. You know what I mean? Like it has that feeling of 
pregnancy is precious. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They're setting mm-hmm. up the preciousness of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so then we cut to Heather, and she is at home, and we definitely see that her home life is not great. It kind of looks like she's living in sort of like a rundown cabin almost. It has trailer vibes, like a stationary trailer yeah, energy. Yeah, um, and she has just taken a positive, a positive pregnancy test, and she is like really excited, more excited than Sister Kelly would be at a po- yeah. like yeah, her, yeah, yeah. Her eyes. Pop. Um, her dad, he's, you know, he's banging into the kitchen, grabbing beer. He's like, looks like he's in some sort of motorcycle gang. And then Heather starts taking a series of like semi-sensual selfies with her positive pregnancy test. I mean, this girl loves her selfie and the crazy eyes really pop in overhead janky bathroom lighting. Okay, fluorescents really make the crazy eyes go. At one point, she even like bites down on the pregnancy test. And I was like, girl, you peed on that. You peed on that. Heather, you ain't well. And I've seen some crazy pregnancy posts. Um, (laughs) I I have never seen teen selfie pregnancy posts. You know, that's a a whole nother genre. Megan, I will ask you this though. Did you keep your pregnancy test? No, I have no idea where it is. I don't even oh, think Oh, you I, didn't like put it no. in like a little box? Did you give it to CJ as a present? No. Like people I, do in movies? <laughs> no, I said I'm pregnant. <laughs> I go, I was like, hey, I have something to tell you. And he was on a meeting. He's like, let me get off this meeting. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. Maybe, I don't even know if I showed it to him. Um, because it's like, I had just peed on it. It was probably still warm and wet. <laughs> but no, I don't, that thing, that thing's in a landfill somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, but I did bite down on the part I peed on and took a picture. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for sure. That's on IG. That's on IG. Coming on IG. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you see Amanda and Connor. They're like doing their homework together. Door closed. And, door closed. Which I thought I was like, okay, now parents, <laughs> if the doors are closed, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, okay? Because that door shouldn't have been closed at that age. All right. But you can tell they're two wholesome kids because it's like they're yeah. on, they're like doing homework. They're, you know what they're I mean? actually studying. Yeah, they're like actually studying. And then Connor's mom comes in and you know she can tell she likes Amanda. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, it's very like, okay, you're some good kids. But then when mom closes the door, he's like, they start to kiss. And then he gets an alert on his phone that <laughs> Heather Crazy Eyes posted photos and tagged him. Okay, now- She posted the pregnancy (laughs) test photos. I guess what I was wondering when she was taking them is, there's no way she's going to post these. (laughs) But then it's like, why would she take them if she wasn't going to post them? So she, of course, posts them. And and I don't even know, I think- did we have a fake name for this uh, social media app? Face page? No. Face page? I, don't I feel even, like I, I heard them. I think there was. Maybe not. Oh, maybe it was face page, but you just <laughs> see her I posting it. Because it, it had more Instagram vibes because it was just her yeah. taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then you see the whole school like looking at them. You know, it's so funny because yes. again, she's a new girl in school, but she's really making a splash. Oh, For someone she, who's new. <laughs> she came in like a wrecking ball. Um, so it's the next day at school and she's walking through the halls in a way that's like when Judy Greer got a makeover and jawbreaker. Like she's walking <laughs> through the halls like I am hot shit. And it's like, 
And there was a guy who looked at her like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Is, <laughs> I know. That's what teen pregnancy is now? Like, I people know. are like, cool, she's getting down. <laughs> oh, boy. So it was a, it was wild. Um, and everyone is giving her the eyes. And then she tells Connor they need to talk. And so they go into a stairwell. And this is how that convo goes. H- how do you know it's mine? Because I do. No, there's no way. I mean, it was like one time. Yeah, well, I haven't been with anybody else. I mean, I just moved here like two months ago. I don't know anybody. Except you. So what do you want to do? I mean, it's not like this was planned. And I have a girlfriend. Well, you should have thought about that before you slept with me. Uh, I barely even remember what happened. Hey, you guys, let's get to class, okay? I'm keeping it. Our baby. Wow, 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 wow. He asked a fair question. Oh, a very fair question. Because it's like, sis, we met a week ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he doesn't even remember. And I honestly think, even though I I think she's lying, she gives a pretty convincing answer of like, I just moved here. I don't know anybody else. Yeah, and it's also like, okay, but that doesn't mean you didn't exist before you moved here. You could have had sex in a car on the way to town. It's like... Yeah. Because here's the thing, too. So then, immediately, Amanda finds Connor in the hallway and is like, um, did you see this post? And he's like, yeah, um... But Amanda does not know at this point that it's Connor's baby. She's just, like, saying, saying like, did you see this post? Like, this one's wacko. <laughs> right. The new girl is like, there's a re- new girl who posted a picture with a pregnancy test. And it's like, <laughs> yes, Amanda, you are correct. Your reaction to that picture is correct. And then he's like, uh... I don't feel good. I'm going home. Then later, Amanda takes her own pregnancy test. Okay. Sees that she is also prego. And then when that's like, when she's kind of reeling from that, Maya calls and tells her Heather's posted more photos. And Amanda sees that Heather has captioned a picture from the party, a picture with her and Connor in the car, Connor looking drunk and like a mess cross-eyed. And she has captioned it. Look, who's going to be a daddy smiley face. I mean, Heather comes out swinging. But here's the thing that I need to figure out, though, Megan. When did Amanda and Connor have sex? Because that's what they don't show here. And that's what they needed to show me that in order for... Because basically what we get is she's like, I'm coming home at the end of the month. And then she surprises him in school. I don't want to see teen sex, but I also don't know when the teen, when he would have gotten Amanda pregnant. It sounds like maybe you do want to see teen sex. (laughs) I mean, I literally just had no sense of the timeline. I mean, come on. The moment we find out the girls are pregnant, the next scene they're showing, which is like, what, we fast forward six months? What I really loved of this um, uh, second deranged uh, photo post is that this is the only photo Heather has of her and Connor. <laughs> like, right. She's like, he is the father of my child. And the only photo I have of him, he is blacked out and does not remember taking this photo. And, and to <laughs> me, I go, this is going to work. You know, <laughs> this baby's this baby's got a chance. Oh, my God. But, you know, Heather is in deep because basically she wants a better life and the baby is what she thinks is a meal ticket because she basically Googles, uh, what, the Kelly Blue Book value yes. of the Mercedes and sees that it costs $99,500, which hey. I thought was too much. That's not right, isn't it? I think it's possible. No, I think it's possible. Really? Is that what your Mercedes costs, Megan? I don't have a Mercedes. <laughs> and no. And no one better try and have sex with me in it because I've already got a dang baby inside of me. <laughs> And I'm leasing. (laughs) But she says when she sees the value of that car, she's like, Oh, I picked you a good daddy. 
I, like yeah. literally chill ran down my spine. Chill ran down my spine. And then when her drunk dad comes in and they kind of get into it. And obviously it's like dad literally just drinks and does nothing else. And they hate each other, it seems, because basically she's like, just like mom, I'm going to be leaving soon. And you're like, okay. And then her dad doesn't seem to care. No. While Heather is dealing with her crazy dad and doesn't realize that she should probably just try to focus on her studies and getting a scholarship to college would be easier than getting pregnant. Okay. But Amanda is trying to call Connor, but he's ignoring her because he's like, um... I'm in trouble I got fish right now. To fry. <laughs> exactly. And this and then like the next morning, Connor's like sneaking into school and Amanda literally just like pops out from behind a fence. And I was like, I love her. And it's like, why are you ignoring me? I was like, Amanda, you're my girl. And then as they're kind of starting to fight, Heather just walks up, does not care. No. Smiling and she's like, Hey Connor. Hey, I got the blood results back. I'm for sure pregnant. And like, <laughs> I just love how unwilling to read the room Heather is. You know what I mean? Oh, I think she I think she wants Amanda there. You know, like yeah. I think that's I think she likes that part. And so then the two girls like start to get into it, you know, are sort of like bickering back and forth. And Heather's like, I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Right. Um and I mean, she yeah. probably she, I, she may have no, I guess she did caress a picture of them in the yeah, room. Yeah, she did see the picture. And also <laughs> she he was so drunk he couldn't talk to her. It's yeah. not like like she really, you know. Yeah, she really did prey upon a drunken man. Yeah, so Amanda storms off, goes to the bleachers, um, and then Maya comes over to console her, and then we get this bombshell. I can't believe this. I know, but maybe it's not as bad as it seems. I mean, people make mistakes, right? You guys have been together for two years. Maybe you can get through this. I don't think so. I'm pregnant too. Okay, yeah, I think we I think we felt that coming. Yeah, we um, knew that. High school is hard. And <laughs> and this is a lot. This is like a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will say this though, Amanda, you know. She hasn't told Connor yet. And then later that night when Connor like comes to her house and is like, come outside, I want to talk to you. And he starts apologizing. She just basically is like, we're not together anymore. Yeah. Okay. And then she just walks away. And that did surprise me that she hadn't, she didn't tell him in that moment. But she's also like, well, why would I tell him? Cause he's a cheater. And I'm just like, right. So I'm like, I get that Amanda. I was like, I see where she's at. But she's also not telling anybody because the next morning her mom's like making her breakfast and she's like, you seem pale. Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And then she eats a dry piece of toast, which is the first sign something's not right. It sounds like cardboard in her mouth. And then we see her run into the school bathroom and start puking. And it's like, okay, this is it. This is uh, teen pregnancy in action. This is what I mean. It's like it all happens so quick. And you know, Lifetime, we have one hour, 26 minutes. I know, I know. But how quickly we see the effects of this pregnancy. And literally, I was like, Amanda, I thought you just got back into town yesterday. I can't. I just can't I mean, I felt sick the day after. I, I mean, like, I, I'm like even gagging thinking about her puking. Oh, no. Like, I'm it's, so sorry. It's visceral. It's visceral. Um, so I just had, I feel like I'd always, and maybe this is from the hit show, I didn't know I was pregnant, is that a lot of times, like, teens are just young and able to handle hormones better that they don't end up having morning sickness or they like don't know it or something. But I, yeah. I, I mean, to be going to homeroom and have morning sickness. No, ma'am, I would not be yep. doing that. I would not be yep. doing that. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, they get into class and Connor's still trying to talk to Amanda and Amanda's like, nope. And like switches. She's like, I want to switch seats. And Heather's like, I'll switch with her. Oh, <laughs> oh God. The way this is playing out so publicly, so yeah. brazenly. Can you imagine? Could not imagine. This would be, if you were a bystander at this high school, this is like Melrose Place level yeah. good drama. Like, Absolutely. I'd start writing a screenplay. I would literally I, just be taking notes in a corner during all of it. I would go to freshman year of college and be like, you know, I went to the school where one guy got two girls pregnant. Like, I, that would be my claim to fame. <laughs> right. Like, it is. <laughs> and they're, they're in the same class. Poor Miss Wolk. She's having to deal with all this. She just wants to teach American history. But if I have any more disturbances, I'm going to move you all. Ooh. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Heather loves the drama of it all, and she kind of is going to make Connor be her husband, yeah. <laughs> baby oh, yeah. daddy, where he wants, oh, whether yeah. he wants to or not. And she's very much like, "Did you tell your parents?" And he's like, "No, they're going to be bad." And you know, she's <laughs> like, "I," don't, she's like, "Well, my mom left, and we don't have health insurance." You know, she's basically telling him she has nothing, and yeah. so now it's really going to be on him. And she like hugs him and gives him a kiss. And then of course, Amanda sees this because it's all in high school. I swear to God, if, if I was the principal of this school, I would literally be like, okay, y'all can never be in the same classroom. I'm yeah. giving y'all different schedules because they start the day off, all three of them. So, you know, the drama just pops off by 8.15 a.m. Yeah. So it would just be like, no, no, I know. And we're not, we can't send kids away anymore when they're pregnant. No, That's what no, they no, used no. to do. They'd be like, oh, they went to Ohio for yep. 10 months. And it's like, what? Um, so while they were at school, Trish, Amanda's mom, who we have now seen in two other films, as uh, mom. She was well, soror no. sorority, sorority mom, mom and coffee house employee um, of mm -hmm. Deadly, Deadly Exchange. Exchange. Yes. Thank you. Yep. So she was cleaning the house and found the positive pregnancy test, which it's like, girl, you got to take it to I know. a Amanda, neighbor's trash. Um, and so Amanda's at home crying. Her mom and dad come in because Trish has let dad know. And they're like, there's something you want to tell us? No. Why? I don't know. Maybe the fact that you don't eat a lot these days, you don't sleep very much, you cry a lot. I'm okay. I just have been really busy, a little tired as well. And then Trish pulls out the pregnancy test and they yell at her. Amanda, do you have any idea what this is going to do to your life, to, to your future? You're only 17. You haven't even finished high school. And what about college? Or did you just forget about that? I didn't do this on purpose. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I mean, mom's right. If I keep the baby, it changes everything. No, no, wait a second. I did not mean to suggest that you shouldn't have this baby, but you did make a mistake, Amanda. Look, you do need to take some responsibility here. She obviously can't go to school and raise the baby at the same time. Okay, no, she cannot. But she also has her parents, right? You have both of your parents here to help you. Do you know that when I was 19, your father and I had to make the exact same decision? And do you know how grateful I am every single day that I get to look into your sister's smiling face? First of all, again, it's lifetime, right? So these people live in a gorgeous house. They're doing well, even and though in the movie to be they're like not, the middle exactly. class people. They're supposed to be the middle class ones, and they're thriving. So they're like, "This is gonna ruin your life," or no, it's just like mess up your entire future. But we're gonna be here to help. 
So it's kind of this weird, like, let's not pretend being pregnant as a teenager is wanted, but also, you know, we should never let people think they shouldn't have a baby. No, and at no point does Trish, Connor, Heather, Amanda, Connor's mom, no one mentions abortion ever. Nope. No one mentions abortion. No one mentions adoption. Yeah. They don't really. No. Her mom kind of talks her into it. Like, that was the vibe I got of, like, yes. I when I was 19 and every day I look at your sister, I'm happy I had her. And it's like, okay, the only time we've seen the sister, she's been crying. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure she was a pain sometimes. <laughs> but I do like how quickly Amanda's like, I didn't tell Connor because he got another girl pregnant. And yeah. Trish, mom is like, we going to Connor's house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. I said, Trish said, uh-uh, we about to... We have to shut this oh shit down. Oh, my gosh. And and Trish thinks that when they go over there, that Connor, like, knows. But Amanda, she's like, we're going over to Connor's. Trish is like, you better tell him we're coming over. And all Amanda does is text him, like, hey, I'm pregnant. And he's in the shower, <laughs> and he, like, reads it as they are walking into the house. Exactly. It's, like, <sighs> very, I was like, okay, Amanda, I don't know if that was the best look. Oh, her exact <laughs> text was, hey, sorry I didn't tell you. I'm pregnant. <laughs> And it, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. So then we see Connor's mom. She's talking about a vineyard trip. Love her. They're okay. <laughs> Connor's mom, like they're, you know, they're waspy. They're wealthy. Okay. They're yeah. just like, they, oh, we got these wines and the vintage. And like, that. that's where they are. And then literally it's like, Amanda, do you want to tell them something? You know, Trish really sets it up. And then Amanda's like, I'm pregnant. Connor, you didn't think that maybe you should have told us? I didn't know about it until just before they came over. Like you expect us to believe that? It's true. I don't understand this. Weren't you being safe? Yeah, we were. At least I thought we were. Well, one of you wasn't. Wait a second. In all fairness, even if they were taking precautions, we all know something like this can still happen. Okay, okay. Let's not all get worked up about this, okay? I mean, there is a way to handle this, right? I'm keeping the baby, if that's what you mean. To me, they're not the villains of the movie. No. They're actually my favorite people in this motion picture, okay? That's probably what I would be saying. And I was, yeah, I'd be like, okay, so we've got, like, a bunch of options here. Absolutely. Um, and having it is one of those options, but also not having it is one of those options. Right. But at the same time, the dad, through this all, he keeps, you know, kind of taking these digs and insinuating that Amanda is, because she's um, not wealthy like them, yeah. that it's like, you know, we should have put him in private school where right. what, people weren't going to be having sex. Yeah. Please. I went to private school and not only were they having sex, they were doing cocaine. So don't act like you didn't, you didn't get something better. Okay. And, and also, Dad, Amanda is definitely going to be the lesser of two evils of the two girls your son has knocked up. Exactly. Because listen to how Dad responds when Amanda says there's another girl who's also pregnant. <laughs> what is this, a joke? Is this some kind of damn joke? That's true. Understand. I mean, how could this happen? I'll tell you how it could happen. This is some kind of sick game these girls are playing. Now, wait a second. It's your son who screwed around you. It does take two, Peter. I don't understand this. I mean, who is this girl? What's her name? Uh, her name's Heather. I don't even know her. I Whoa, her. wait a second. What do you mean you don't know her? It doesn't sound like it. Okay, you know what? What if we just calm down a little bit? 
Yeah. And Connor's literally pack. like, <laughs> exactly. I love, I love that idea too. They'll be like, well, we'll just say he got us pregnant. That's how we'll get him. It's like, get him what? Get him what? He's not even like a legal adult where, you know, whatever money he has, he can even access. No, Do you know what and, I mean? And like, we've seen him playing soccer. He's not that good. He's not going pro. I mean, there's nothing skinny. in this. If you're, if you're gonna like, to me, if you're like trying to, you know, have someone's baby for their money, you gotta go with somebody who is, a legal adult Can with vote. their own income <laughs> and their own home. Okay, yeah. that's just what I'm gonna say. If that's what you're trying to do, you're doing real trickle down economics. If you're trying to get knocked up by a rich 17 year old, <laughs> right? Uh, and then Heather's doing what she loves to do best, honey. She's taking sexy photos, <laughs> posting them, and Amanda is like, you know, because okay, because here's the thing. Amanda and Connor had been together two years. Yeah. So, you know, they have a history. The parents know each other. We already said, you know, mom likes Amanda. They're high school Amanda. sweethearts. They're high school yeah, sweethearts. Like, they are each other's, you know, first loves, basically. So as Amanda's dealing with losing her first love, who cheated on her with somebody who is off their rocker, she's also seeing all these pictures. Heather's posting these, like, sexy photos and literally captioned them, like, my baby daddy loves my other baby bumps. And she's talking about she it, she's in a push up bra. She's talking about her boobs, um, like, and it was. I mean, she is. She's the best new girl to a school I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> I, we thought that vampire bitch was good. No, this yeah, this is creating a storm. I mean, yep. I, yep, yep, yep. I I just a new girl. Posting about how her pregnant boobs are big. This is good. She is. She should give a TED talk about how to come into a new school. Oh, oh my God. But seeing the pictures leads Amanda to do some digging on Heather, which I love. I'm like, yeah. kindly, can somebody get her backstory? I don't know why Kana wasn't doing that. Yeah. It's Who like, is this girl? The where moment did she, she starts- come from? <laughs> Thank you. So she sees she went to another high school and there's a picture of her and her her boyfriend from that school they have been voted oddest couple the Rude. boyfriend <laughs> i know i was like what but then it says like different comments that are like unluckiest baby daddy ever and then another one is like i knew she was faking you wow. know so as amanda is getting all this tea on heather's past you know baby daddy situation heather is at her house in her bedroom practicing her new name, like introducing herself as Heather Walker. This is Heather Walker. That's me, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This is Walker. This is Heather Walker. She's ready to take that last name. You know, she is she, really she is. is more committed than I am. <laughs> oh. I am Mrs. Heather Walker. <laughs> Mrs. Heather Walker. Oh yeah. And then she's like picking names for the baby and is like, he's doing soccer like his daddy. Yeah. And she's having really good fake conversations. You yeah. Know, no she one is. is there, but she's in deep. And then we get a knock on Heather's front door and it's her boyfriend. What do you want? Not the way to treat your boyfriend. What? Boyfriend. And boyfriend. he like, and he's rough. Um, uh, His name because, is Trent. Yeah, which is not even a rough name usually, but he like, you know, manhandles her, picks her up and he's like, it's been a month since I've been in your pants, which to me made me be like, oh, he could be the dad. Thank you. That's what I thought. I was like, he's the baby daddy. Um, And then they have who this lover's quarrel. I don't want to see you anymore, Trent. Why do you think I haven't called? What? You got some new rich boyfriend? 
Seeing as the last time he tried to swindle somebody didn't work out so good. We're done, Trent. I'm getting tired of getting jerked around by you every time one of your plans doesn't work out. Okay. Okay. So she's done this before, which leads us like to remember those comments from unluckiest baby daddy ever. And I knew she was faking. And this seems to be kind of a scam she's running. Also, I I don't like Trent at all, but it's like, Trent, find somebody else. Why do you keep coming back to the girl who keeps trying to get pregnant with rich teenagers? Trent, you can find someone else, okay? But we don't even know that this is Connor's baby right now. No, not at this point. We're half an hour in, honey. We got two pregnant teens and only one daddy for sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So um, Amanda goes to school and she's telling Connor like that this is not the first time that Heather has done this. And Heather walks up and is like, I'm not lying. And then a crowd of students gathers. Naomi and I would be in this crowd for sure. Um, And they are watching. And Amanda brings up Birkin High, which is Uh where Heather uh went before. No, you're lying, Heather. You're not pregnant. Just like you lied at your last high school. (laughs) Birkin High. I mean, seriously, how long did you think that you could get away with this? I mean, I bet you're lying about Connor sleeping with you. Oh, trust me. I did not make that up. You're just jealous because I'm having your boyfriend's baby. Or is it ex-boyfriend? Oh, I have nothing to be jealous about because I'm pregnant too. Bet that wasn't part of your twisted plan, was it? Wow. Ooh, baby. And you gotta know that this is just in the middle of the hallway, man. Yeah. And everyone's got their phones up. And as we said... Best high school ever. Yeah. Best high school ever. Greatest moment of all time. (laughs) No homework getting done. No homework. And everybody just like, okay, go on. And I just thought it was like. Yes. And then it, and then it gets worse or better. However you choose to see it. Because Heather starts to go into graphic detail of how her and Connor had sex in the Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And she's like baiting Amanda for sure. Let me paint a little picture for you. Me and Connor in the front seat of his daddy's Mercedes. Amanda. Just don't. You know, the one with the soft leather interior with me on top. And it works because Amanda pushes Heather. You're lying! Oh, Connor! Whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Amanda, she pushed me. Oh my God. Back to class. 
Back to class! <coughs> oh. All right. Call 911. Breathe. And then we see Heather in the hospital. It's like, Amanda can't be trusted. Oh my God, I could die. And I will tell you this. When she pushed her, I was really hoping there would be a miscarriage. <gasps> or we would find May out that she wasn't actually pregnant. Me. Heather ain't well. We I don't know. need more of Heather's DNA, okay? I know. I'm just saying someone's going to clip out you saying I was really hoping there was going to be a miscarriage. And we don't know how they're going to use it. We don't well, I know. I told you I was going to make enemies. I told you I was going to make enemies, okay? This movie is Christian propaganda, okay? Because the fact that they even let Heather carry a baby to term in this motion picture, knowing Heather ain't right in the head. <laughs> no, she's definitely not. It's just like, and also, can we just talk about, too, like, Amanda's blonde, Heather's brunette, the virgin whore dichotomy, honey. And so Heather's laying in the hospital, and then Connor's mom shows up. And she gives Connor, she's like, go park my car, you know, to get him yeah. out of there. And then she she gives Heather what she's had on her mind. So you're the one claiming to be carrying my son's baby. I am carrying your son's baby. Have you had a paternity test? No. I won't endanger my baby. Besides, Connor knows I haven't been with anyone else. <laughs> Connor knows you haven't been with anyone else. Sure. Connor doesn't know anything. I have a pretty good idea of what you're all about. Just say no. Oh, and don't sweat it. It's just a blood test. You can't make me do it. We'll see about that. I love her. I love the love. I was like, finally, some adult is up in here, not acting like this is great because we've had Amanda's parents. Yeah. yeah, we have just like Amanda's parents being like, this is wonderful, honey. We're going to help you. And Connor's mother's like, you know what? This ain't right. Somebody's saying something that makes some sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. All right. Mm-hmm. And then Amanda calls Connor to apologize. I didn't mean to hurt her. I just. I'm sorry. Amanda, I get that this is my mess. OK, but we're all just going to have to try and get along. I'm not going to be friends with her if that's what you think, Connor. I get that. Then just leave her alone, all right? Fine. I'll do that. All right. Right. That's what you want to do? Bye. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm with her. I'm like, Amanda. You don't know them anything. Exactly. I mean, oh, don't, don't push her. Don't push her again, but. Yeah, don't um, push, but. So then Amanda's having family dinner that night, and it's revealed to Sister Kelly that Amanda is pregnant, and Kelly is pissed. Are you kidding me? Kelly, <laughs> it is hard enough on your sister without you She get- can't have a baby. She's not even married. Or do you and your high school sweetheart, Connor, plan on getting hitched? You know what, Kelly? That is enough. No, I mean it. How do they plan on raising a baby between homeroom and soccer practice? Kelly's not having it. I mean, what did you think of Sister Kelly as someone who, you know, you had tried to Mm -hmm. have a baby and, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, did you feel like that moment when Kelly was like going off? Did that feel real to you? Relatable to you? I mean, I don't have a younger sister who got pregnant in high school while I was trying. I think, (laughs) you know, you definitely hear people be like, I did not feel this way because all babies I like, you know? So when people be like, I'm pregnant, I'm like, that is great, you know? Uh And then at some point I'd be like, I wish it was me. But it's nice that there's going to be a baby. Um, But I do have friends that were like, you know, I I started to feel really um, 
bad and guilty because people would tell me they were pregnant and I would, and I would be jealous or angry. Uh Um, and uh so I think that does. And there's also that thing. And I think Kelly said at one point, we all try for so long to not get pregnant. And then when you want it, you want to snap your fingers. Right. And it's like, Oh my God, it may not happen that way. And also I spent a decade and a half trying to not get pregnant. And I could have been willy nilly out there. (laughs) I know. I mean, that is, you know, I have several friends who have struggled to conceive and it's so true because from the moment you hit puberty, it's like, don't go near a penis or you're going to get pregnant. Don't have it near you. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. And then, you know, you hit your thirties and it's like, oh, you're also fertile then. Like, and that's, what's weird. It's like, a 16-year-old, like, can we flip it? But you can't change the biological clock. Like, exactly. it, it it would, to some, be better to be fertile at 35 and less it should fertile be. at it 15. Should be. I but mean, that's, that's exactly, for the, for the sake of the species, we need everyone to get a college degree and then be fertile, okay? Honestly, your eggs shouldn't come out until you've graduated at least a four-year. It doesn't have to be fancy, just a four-year, okay? Just well, any four-year, honey. I definitely Community, know some people that went to local. college that are ding-dong heads that I don't want them conceiving. Yeah, but you have at least a, a ding dong head who can get a job. Like a job. Yeah. Who can get a job. And like, I was going to say pay your own cell phone, but I still don't even pay my own cell phone. So. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> I'm on my parents. It's a family plan. I'll take Megan, it. Megan, no. I, I was, I was like you once. He's trying to marry. kick me off. I know. You marry now. I know. You and CJ are a family plan. I know. Megan. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, but- that's what Meg- Andy and I are a family plan. Well, Megan, Megan you about to be a mama. You need a goddamn, you need your own damn family plan. I know. I'm going to say that right now, sis. Well, I've outed myself because my parents do listen to this. And now my dad's going to go, I forgot. <laughs> but you know what is good? What is good? Okay. I will say is that since I'm on my parents' plan, I a lot of scammers trying to trick old people. And so they'll be uh-huh. like, hi, Jeffrey. And I'm like, you MFR, uh-huh. you, you from your fake Walmart account, right. you need to step back from Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> so I think I'm doing a service to the elderly. Well, that's one way to put it, Megan. <laughs> that's one way to put it. But I swear to God, if I'm at your house changing a damn diaper and you on Peggy's family plan, I'm going to call you out. Okay, but I talk to them the most. <laughs> I talk to them the most. They're going to want to talk to the baby the most. So I'm going to be like, yeah, open those pocketbooks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. You I'll great. get off I know, but wouldn't that be, <laughs> be, it would just be so funny for you to be like 45 on a family like, plan. My dad turned off my texting. And the baby's like, what? I'm 10. <laughs> I, I try oh and get the God. baby on the plan. I'm like, exactly. Oh, Everybody. Ask your, ask your, ask your Nana if, she, if you can get on the plan. <laughs> Where um, were we? Okay. Kelly's pissed. And then she starts to get a little like nasty. And so it makes sense. then she stops. Yeah. Amanda but storms off. And then she's like, I'm sorry. It's just not fair. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay. And Amanda's like, that. yeah, I don't want to be pregnant. It's exactly. truly not fair. I know. She's like, nothing is fair about this. Um, and, you know, Heather, again, is just loving these selfies, posting for everyone. You know, this account is public. And Heather is here to drop bombs and yeah. start shit. She does um, hashtag Mrs. at Connor underscore soccer. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's like that hashtag doesn't even work. You know what I mean? There's a space. No. There's and an like, ad. You're not engaged. And it's, like it's, he doesn't even talk to you. You want to be Mrs. Connor soccer? <laughs> <laughs> she like doesn't know his last name. She's just like Connor soccer. <laughs> um, and then we uh, pretty much jump forward, right? Because yeah. 
the next thing we see is Amanda fully showing. Right. So we're probably... Right? Six we months. probably jump five so, or six months, yeah. Yeah, we'd have to. And then, and she's going to an, her ultrasound with her mom. And again, everyone's just so calm. She's like, oh my God, I can't fit my clothes. And mom is just, like, everyone is so chill with this pregnant teen. This mm-hmm. teen who up until now had her stuff together to the point where she was literally working over the summer to raise money for college. Like, Amanda's a girl with her head on straight. And everyone's just like, Okay, well, now you're a mother. And then, but when they go to the ultrasound, Connor is there. What are you doing here? He called and asked if he could be here for the ultrasound. Because again, mom is also matchmaking. You know, if, if it was up to mom, they would be married by the end of this movie. Yeah, and I think also most moms are like, it's better if the parents are getting along. You know, like for the sake of the child, we'd like mom and dad to at least be in the same room together or Mm -hmm, at least mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. able to. And so I think that's a little bit of Trisha's maturity coming into of like, listen, Connor messed up, but we do need Connor to be a participant in this baby's life for the betterment of the baby. Right, 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 right. But they go in to see the ultrasound. Did you notice though in this scene, like when they see each other yeah. and they're like looking at, there's like romantic music playing. It's like in the background, like 90s acoustic romance. And I'm like, nothing is romantic about no. this. No, um, no, her, she didn't even invite him to be here. Right. <laughs> you know, this I was, was like, I don't, up. and then, <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You know, no. I just can't handle my rage. Um. So Heather is at home. I guess no one goes to school anymore. Um. So Heather is at home and she has just gotten a bag of new maternity clothes. And she says, thank you, baby daddy. We saw some <laughs> price tags on these clothes too. And like there was a shirt for like $99. I, I will not be buying a $99 maternity. Absolutely. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand like fancy clothes for children. Or fancy maternity clothes, meaning clothes that you only wear for a short amount of time that are like made to be stretched out and soiled. Why would you buy like a hundred dollar stretchy jeans? That's how I feel now about clothes I bought right before my wedding. Because it's like, well, that body's not coming back. (laughs) And that's not even pregnant based. That's COVID. That's just, that's just, I'm never going to be. And so I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe. And that's when I did the damn Tonight Show. Well, goodbye that outfit. (laughs) Goodbye my sparkly shorts. What? I love the sparkly short jacket combo. Thank you. I did too. One of my favorite looks. There were some haters of it. There were some haters of it. (laughs) Well, Connor and Amanda are admiring their ultrasound. They're kind of like, ooh, the baby. And then Heather calls. And basically what we learn is that Heather is calling him all the time, nonstop, texting him all the time. So, you know, basically Connor is torn between these two gals. Okay. And this is the thing. This is what I'll say again. And this is what I don't, again, I don't like when Lifetime movies are about a man being a hero because it really is about Connor having a juggle between a virgin and a whore. Ooh. Is the vibe. Oh. It is. It's him having a pick. And you're just like, well, how will he be? And he wants to be there for everybody. And he yeah. wants to be a good boy. And I'm like, I don't watch Lifetime to watch some white teenage boy, like, be honest. Martyrized. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm watching this for. Oh, yeah. So, and he gives her, like, the brush off. And it's like, uh, you know, listen, she's carrying your child. You do need to answer her text messages. Um, And so um, he texts back that he's with Amanda. And then we see her go into the medicine cabinet and take a handful of pills. We don't know what these pills yeah, are. Yeah, we don't and know what the pills are. It's not enough. It's not an amount of pills. She's not trying to um, kill herself. Uh, which when I saw her go in there, I, I thought that's what was happening. But 
um, Heather doesn't want to harm herself or this baby because that I think she sees as her meal ticket. Which is also why I'm like, why'd you even really take the pills? I'm like, yeah. you should have just said, I took a bunch of pills. I'm like, either way, like what you did was manipulation. Right. And because basically Connor, you know, when he sees that she sees the text saying she took pills, he goes to see her and she's Heather's, fine. She's fine. But then she's also, you know, she, Heather wants him to stay. Mm-hmm. Amanda's texting him to check to see if everything's okay. And then of course, Heather, classic Lifetime. There's yeah. nothing I love it more in Lifetime than when someone else gets someone's text message, right? Yeah. The whole point is this stuff. People constantly, put a dang code on your Password. phone. Password. Okay? Password something. Facial recognition. Because literally, as soon as his phone buzzes, Heather reaches for it, sees it's Amanda and is like, I'm going to stay with Heather tonight. Yeah. You know? Text and then immediately- As Connor, right. As Connor and then, delete, and then delete. deletes the text. I mean, classic Lifetime trope. And then he does not stay. He immediately leaves. And he's dressed in like a, um, I just went to church outfit because he was going to the ultrasound. And so when you see him <laughs> leaving this house, you're like, oh, this is like a good boy and like on the bad side of the tracks. Right, and right, he, right, right. And he meets Heather's dad for the first time. You the one? I'm sorry? The one who put my girl in her conditions, that you. That's what she says. And he calls Connor, and I quote, a poor son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> While shaking his hand. I said, honey, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Connor's like, oh boy, oh boy. Then later, you know, Connor gets home. He calls Amanda. And as he's trying to like talk to her, his mom comes in and is like, the lab called, the baby's yours. I was not, I did not see that coming. <laughs> Me neither. I really did not think the baby was going to be his. I no. really didn't. But this is what I mean. It's like for you know, you set her up as such a liar and a manipulator. Right. And you have the sense that she's done this before. I just kind of was like, I don't know. But of course, you know, with the paternity test, what does Heather do with all this information, you guys? What she loves to do, which is she posts a picture of the paternity test. That might be the lowest. That might be the lowest. And I'm like, girl, this is is literally Jerry Springer via Instagram. I can't get over how (laughs) she puts everything out there. Um, And obviously that's a motif of the film, you know, an indictment of social media. But also, I mean, at some point, somebody's got to report her for violating the rules. You know what I mean? People get kicked off IG and Facebook all the time. Somebody's got to report Heather's ass so that she can stop posting. Okay, shut down her account, suspend her access. I think the students are having too much fun. You know, know, but the principal, you'd think the principal would be like, listen, I these kids to learn. We've got a standardized test coming up. (laughs) This double daddy situation is going to get my damn school closed. Exactly. Um, So they're all in the library and Connor and Amanda have a realization that Heather texted from Connor's phone to make Amanda jealous. And so at that moment, like. Heather comes in, you know, baby belly proud. And, and in a Amanda, red dress, in a tight yeah. red dress, honey. She's in a tight red sun dress, pregnant as can be in the library. Amanda looks like a 60s flower child. Yes. Again, very, version horror. Yes. Um, and Amanda, like, storms up to Heather and confronts her. You can stop with this stupid little games, Heather. I mean, really, texting me that Connor stayed over? Pathetic. No, let's be is you believing everything Connor tells you or doesn't. I mean, in case you forgot, he never told you that he slept with me before. So why would he tell you the truth now? Okay, mm. I mean, yeah, Heather well, does have well. tough points. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know. But it's also like, and then of course Amanda just storms off. I, I like that Amanda's not a pushover, but also to me, it's again, don't fight with Heather. Fight with Connor. And Amanda says it in this. She's like, just stop with the games. Like, I'm trying to be at least coexist with you in this absolutely insane situation that I'm definitely mad at Connor about, but you are doing crazy things. Like you're not helping. Um, So the next thing we see, Amanda is having a very well attended baby shower. Sick. People are thrilled. People are thrilled. Look, look, she is going to have a kid. The child needs something. And I'm not saying she should be like shunned and made to parade around the streets with a giant letter A, but can it not be the biggest thing ever? Like, I think you could have, like, a family shower and maybe, like, you know, like, mom, sister, bestie. No, this is a blowout. Let's get you some presents. This is a blowout party. This is huge. It's bigger than the than the keg party in the opening. Trisha's, okay. Trisha's book club is there. Um, and we also see Connor's mom goes to Heather's house and her dad is there. And so they have a little one-on-one. Are you Heather's father? Yeah, who are you? I'm Diane Walker. My son is the father of your daughter's child. Okay, I get it. No, 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 I I don't think you do get it, Mr. Henderson. You see, my son has a very, very bright future. And while, quite frankly, a baby isn't part of his plan. Okay, so what you're saying is that your son knocks up my daughter and now he ain't gonna step up? I'm saying my son made a mistake, one which I'm pretty sure your daughter planned. Thank you. Yes. And then she hands him a check for, oh boy, $100,000. I didn't see that number coming. I thought I, I thought it said 10000 And then I saw an extra zero and I said, wow, they want Heather away. And yep. so she's like, I will give you this, but you need to get Heather away from us. And then she makes him sign papers, which he does without question, does not even like ask for his copy, does not read them, look at them. He's just like, what are the papers you think though? Um, I think, I don't know, actually. That's what doesn't make any sense to me. Cause I'm like, Heather is the parent. So even though, yes, she's not a legal adult, she's still the parent of the child that this is all about. So wouldn't Heather have to sign a paper? Like, yeah, why would the dad signing anything do mean anything? Lord, especially because we already know he can't control Heather as it is. It's not like they even talk to each other. So it's not like he can make her stay anywhere. Yeah, maybe it's a, just a financial, um, like, paper trail that's like, I gave you this 100 grand, and I'm not going to give you any more money for 10 years or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But uh-huh. I don't know. You bring up a yeah. great point. But it's also like, I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> the mom is so savvy until this moment for me, because I go, why are you giving the money to him? One yeah. look at that man and you know that money ain't going to no baby. I think she I think she just doesn't know about, you know, bad dads to the extent that <laughs> she needs to. So um, we're back at Amanda's baby shower and friend Maya's like, you need to play Heather's game too. So then they Maya, start- stop. Maya, stop. Maya, so, you ain't helping no more, girl. <laughs> so then they start <laughs> posting Heather-like photos of the baby shower. Um <sighs> And then, but then here's the thing though. So when Heather gets back home, she's excited. She's having a boy. Yeah. She but just then, like, she's, she's having a boy. But like Connor, you know, he he went and he took her to the appointment, but he basically drops her off at home. And when she gets inside, she sees the, whatever papers the dad signed and she's upset. And then she sees photos that Amanda posted online from her baby shower. So, you know, Heather is just like, 
she's got everything. You know what I mean? Like she's got yeah. the baby. Connor wants to be with her. She's and she gets support. to have a fancy shower. Yeah. yeah. So Heather is just like, you know, she's at the end of her rope. Yeah. And then she goes in her house and she's like, dad. And she sees the signed papers and the dad's gone. Yep. And then as Connor and Amanda are finally reconciling when he's like, I love you. And they kiss, they get back to his house and who is inside, but Heather, Heather is sitting with his mama at the kitchen table. And she's like, I have to live here because your mom paid off my dad and he left. <laughs> and then mom, and again, and then, and then mom is like, what? And he's like, uh, she's like, I thought I was helping. Like <laughs> That woman just literally lost a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and now and has this, and now his crazy eyes moved in and moving into her house. It's <laughs> like, oh, this boy. did not go the way you wanted it to Mrs. Walker. Yeah. Um, and so that, you know, and basically, of course, you know. Amanda's like, bye. Exactly. Amanda's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. She living here? Uh-uh. I am done. And um, then we have the best family dinner we've ever seen. Yes. Connor's parents, Heather and Connor, sitting at the dinner table. It's, it's amazing. In the past couple of weeks, I really feel like I've been eating for two. Oh, by the way. There's a school field trip next week, and I was hoping maybe you could sign the permission form. It's like 20 bucks to go. And they have like proper manners, whatever. And Heather is eating like she's at a damn medieval times, just like ripping <laughs> parts of chicken, chicken off. Now this I relate to. Uh -huh. Being ravenously hungry and being like, give me a piece of chicken. <laughs> have you had any like crazy not crazy, but like um, unexpected cravings or cravings that you wouldn't have for stuff you don't normally have. Not really. I mean, I no. have been really into apple juice. Um, mm. in, and I know that there's a famous scene in Look Who's Talking where Kirstie Alley, talk about oh, crazy eyes, um, <laughs> chugs apple juice in like such a fast oh, really? way. And I and I was like, yeah, that's me. Apple, Yeah, apple <laughs> juice has really been... Um, you know, high in sugar, not healthy uh -huh. for you. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. redeemable qualities in it, but it's, ooh, it's hitting the spot. And Capri Suns. I was in a Capri oh, Okay, Sun. so sugar water. Yeah, I cut yeah. my <laughs> apple juice. I cut my apple juice with water. I call it apple water. Yeah. And it's about a quarter apple juice, three quarters water, and I've never tasted anything more refreshing it's in my life. so good. Apple juice, like a real just cold apple juice, Ooh. baby. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm -mm. I get it. I'm not pregnant. In fact, I have my period right now. <laughs> I got cider yesterday and it's not hitting the spot the same. It's not. No, it does not. It does not. And it's I really... love cider. Okay. Oh, do you? I love it, but it's not, it's not hitting me the same during, um, while I have my condition. <laughs> Your condition. Well, okay. Look, that night, you know, so now Heather is in Connor's house. The house is humongous and they're not in the same bedroom, of course, and Connor is calling Amanda that night saying he loves her. He's on the phone. And Heather is like listening outside the doorway. Yeah. You know, very flashes of deadly exchange for me. Uh -huh. And Connor's mom catches her. Uh, are you lost? Would you like me to show you back to your room on the other side of the house? Again, I'm obsessed with Connor's mother. She's like for, like, you know what I decided in this moment? I'm like, she's a Karen, but she's a Karen who's not wrong. That's what we call a Karen. Oh, okay. That's what we're That's doing. That's what I've okay. called them. That's what I think it's um it's a, a correct Karen. A yeah, Karen. it's a Karen for good. A Karen. Yes, 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 um, yes. And she's sort of, you know, it's a flex too of like, I have a whole exact, other side exactly. of my house. And that's where your crazy ass belongs. 
Exactly. And I was like, this, I'm surprised she didn't say your room in the servants' quarters. You oh know my I mean? gosh. Like I was not have been surprised. Your but- butler's pantry room. <laughs> you have a separate bathroom. You can't use ours. So basically after that conversation, you know, Amanda, again, right? Heather's in the mix. Heather is now living at Connor's house. And now Amanda's like, maybe I shouldn't keep the baby. Maybe yeah. there isn't too much toxicity to bring a child into. Right. And I'm like, finally, someone's thinking and, something. And she's seven months along. So yeah. the um, any, any abortions, long, long past. Right. Um, but she's like, you know, maybe... I could, she didn't even say adoption. She's like, I could give it to someone. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Like it's a Just, damn pair of shoes that don't fit. <laughs> a re-gifting, a yeah. re-gifting situation. You're like, a white oh, okay. elephant, you know. Right. Um, you know, and Heather, Heather knows that Connor is not into her, but she is still going to make it happen. She like yes. sneaks into his bed and sleeps next to him. He doesn't know she's there. The next morning she makes him breakfast. Which and- does look good. Well, she, she can do something, I guess. Yeah. Let's hope she can feed herself. But Connor's like, obviously he's not into it, and he's going to go to uh, Lamaze with Amanda. And Heather basically finds out where Lamaze is, grabs Connor's mom's car keys. She gets, she gets in, and then before she can even turn the car on, Trent, Trent, you guys remember Trent? Yes. He hops in the passenger seat. Yes. I said, Trent, where you been? Return How did you find her? What is happening? Yes. So I I was excited to see Trent because Trent's the only person that makes Heather be like, oh, shoot. You know, like even her dad, <laughs> she, I mean, I guess he ran away at this point. Yeah. But Trent, she, she's like, I don't want to deal with this. Right. And so Trent's like, I came to see how much swag you ditched me for. Where are you going? Hey. <sighs> Not bad. I could use one of these as soon as they took my truck. You wouldn't repossess it if you got a job. That's a great idea. Oh, you know what's a better idea? I was thinking about this on my ride over here. Seeing as one of your plans finally seems to have worked out, I figured that you, you start paying me. Screw you, Trent. Yeah, you did that already. Remember, now it's my turn to screw you. If you don't start throwing a little something my way, I'm gonna make things, make things really uncomfortable for you here. And then he's like gonna go into the house. Basically, he wants to see if there's anything he can steal. Mm-hmm. Stuff for the mom, like where's the jewelry, basically. And he turns around to go in the house. Heather looks around that garage, grabs the wrench, and she kills him, Heddy. Yeah, whacks him in the head. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. They used some editing, some quick cuts, but we got to remember, this is a very pregnant girl. Yeah. And yet somehow she manages to put Trent in the trunk of the car. Of the Mercedes that she conceived the baby in, I believe. Yes. The Mercedes that doesn't belong to her or Connor. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or her dad. We find out the company gives the car to the dad. Oh, right. It's not even... This is a freaking loan out, Mercedes. Oh my God. So levels on <laughs> levels. And then she goes to her old house and then she buries him underneath the house. How does she do all that by herself? Do you know how long it takes to dig a grave? Uh, you, and and it's not, she's underneath the house so she can't even be standing up. She's like right. digging on her knee. Uh, it's it, it's <sighs> wild. And it's all the point of where this, I'm like, has she done this before? Because yeah, it's like all, happening to 
All, all, while all of this is going on, then we're seeing Lama's class. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a cut. It swings. It's, the movie swings. Swings on both ends, honey. You're on a real ride. Naomi and our listeners, I think this will come as no shock to any of you. My mom taught Lama's for more than a decade. Yeah, that's up. Um, and for a while, she taught Lamaze. This was before I was born in the basement of <laughs> their house. Really? Yeah. And so people wow. come, like, we'll see people at Colts games, and she's like, "Hi," and we're like, "Who's that?" And she's like, "I taught them Lamaze." You know, and the kid, <laughs> the kids are like, "Freaking could run for Senate now." You know, they're like full grown. Yeah, she was teaching Lamaze once, and um, my brother Michael was like a little toddler. He came down, and he was like, "Mama, I don't feel good." And she like picked him up, and he immediately puked all over her, like in her face, in oh. her hair, and it was a class of all first time parents. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good, actually. My, yeah. Michael knew what he was doing. Michael's a puker. Michael's a puker. After they're leaving Lamaze, uh, Connor and Amanda are in the car and they're kind of having a lovey, like tender-ish moment. Heather is in her car. Whose car is she even in? We she's in the she's in the company loaned out Mercedes. Okay. Because Connor's mom is at a hair appointment. So she has her car. Right, right, right. So she still has the car at this point. Right. And the dad the is like on a business trip or something. I don't know. Right. And then she she's watching them and then she sort of follows them. Yeah. And when they're in the car, Amanda brings up the idea to Connor like, hey, why don't, maybe we should give my, the baby to my sister. You know, and Connor's kind of like, I'll think about it. You know, he's like not against it immediately. And I'm like, finally, someone's using some sense here. And then, Basically, she sees them hug and kiss. Heather freaks out. When Amanda gets out of the car, Heather basically just guns it and tries to run her over. Okay. Tries to run her over. And then Amanda just like runs into, you know, she kind of just like leaps away into like a mound of dirt. And I was like, oh my. And my first thought too, I was like, wouldn't Amanda recognize that car? Also, but maybe not because the parents' car. Why did Connor drop her off on the other side of the street? Well, hello. This well, is your teen. pregnant teen girlfriend. You need this to is like a double daddy. You also need to drop her off right in front of her house. Probably pull into the driveway yeah. and wait for her to get inside. Absolutely. You wait. This is daytime, but still, Honey, I've had Lyft drivers wait for me to get inside. I, I would assume a double them. daddy would pay attention. I go. Can you please wait until I get inside? I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> She's, I mean, my God, she's out of her mind. And then when Heather gets back to Connor's house. Oh boy. Connor's mom is waiting. And listen to this, honey. Really? That's it? No apology? Are you? Listen to me. You know you're not a part of this family. Heather, you're only here because of my grandchild. So don't make yourself so damn comfortable because Connor won't have you ever. I am just so sick of you, you meddling bitch. You just can't leave us alone, can you? I mean, don't you get it? I am having your son's baby. Me. That's right. The girl from the wrong side of the tracks. I mean, is that what's so horrifying to you? That I'm not good enough? No, what's so horrifying to me is what kind of person you are. Manipulative, conniving. In fact, I'm now really worried whether you're even a fit mother for my grandchild. <laughs> are you insane? What is wrong with you? Don't you mess with me or my baby Diane because you will be so sorry. That shattering you hear is that Heather has knocked over a bowl of fruits. Yeah, and I, I think it was Waterford. Oh wow! Uh, well, yeah, I think she, sure. I think I think she shattered nice glass crystal. Yeah. It was crystal. I'm, Look, yeah. 
you cannot forget that this is a woman who just wrote a check for $100,000, lost it, and did not bend an eyelash. I'm sure it was Waterford. Yeah. Okay, so... So basically, when Connor gets home... He gets home and like mom is cleaning up the mess Heather made and she sees because basically Heather like grabs mom's arm yeah. and sort of pushes her up against the wall. And so when Connor comes home, mom shows him the bruise she has on her arm. And that's when Connor is finally done. He basically yeah. goes to Heather's room and is like, get out. You cannot be hitting my mama. I mean, fair enough. OK, Connor's in the right here. And he's basically, you know, saying like, I love Amanda. I don't even like you. And it's like, oh, Lord, you you really awoke the beast. And basically after that, Connor and Amanda decide that they will give her sister, Kelly, the baby. Mm -hmm. And then this is the thing that always frustrates me. Connor's like, maybe there is a reason you got pregnant. Now, Mm -hmm. it's biology. It's Mm -hmm. not like... Yes, I don't know. I but they think, I just, it's, I don't they think it's Jesus. That's what I'm saying. The propaganda of this They're movie. saying it Jesus without The saying. reason yeah, you yeah. got pregnant is because you had sex. But, but they're insinuating protected. a higher power. Exactly. Well, exactly. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, I understand I exactly what they're yeah. insinuating. So we see Heather. She is going to an apartment that Connor's parents are paying for. Like, yeah. it's like yeah. you you grabbed, the, you assaulted the woman, stole a car, broke their property, and she still got you a studio apartment. Right. But right. Heather gets in there and like she doesn't, you know, it's like not what she pictured for herself, even though it's way nicer than her house that her dad and her mom abandoned her in. Yep. Um, and so Amanda's family is having a barbecue and over burgers, Amanda thinks this is the perfect time to tell Kelly and her priest-like husband. Yeah, just, he doesn't he looks he's weird. not for me. He's not looking right um, at all. that she wants um them to adopt her and Connor's baby. And so everyone is so excited and they cheers and toast to family. I don't know what to say. Say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. I'm assuming that that's a yes. Yes, of course it is. You guys are gonna be great. (laughs) Thank you. I want to do a toast. Yes. <laughs> to family. To family. To family. <laughs> We're going to have a baby. What a... Str- Again, and I don't know... The parents don't react to anything. Like, I was like, well, did Amanda tell them in advance? Because literally, they were just like, say yes. Like, I was like, this is going to be... We have to have a conversation about who... Amanda is to the child, meaning yeah, like yeah, at yeah, what yeah, point yeah. will the child? Yeah. Like, this no. happened in like the. I think this was like a plot in Downton Abbey. Like right. people definitely are like, yeah, that's my baby. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's like my like your grandma's your mom, your mom's yeah. your sister. Yeah, I mean, we have to like get into some details. I understand that's not what the movie is about, but again, things are just a little. Everyone's just like it's all rolling off like water on a duck's back. Yeah. Um, later that night, Heather alone in her apartment eating an apple. With a with knife. A knife. <laughs> like, you know, it's like Very real like practical magic. Yes. And she sees an email about the school ch- field trip that's going to be, quote, in the wilderness all day. <laughs> and then she has an evil smile. And, and it's like, this is the first time any of them had been to school in what seems like six months. <laughs> also, so you see everyone the next day, like getting on the school bus. But can we talk about how 
I don't think the pregnant teen should be taken on the trip in the woods. No. Some children should be exempt. Literally, like, for liability reasons, the pregnant girl should not be on the trip in the woods. I don't even think they should be on a school bus. There's not safety belts on that. Maybe they have to sit in the... But they're not sitting in the front row no. where there are safety belts. It's like, I... I'm not getting on a bus pregnant. They, I'm also like, I'm sorry. If I was a teacher, I'd be like, no, the seven-month pregnant girl cannot come to the wilderness. <laughs> it's just an accident waiting to happen. Like, even if she doesn't give birth, it's just like the pregnant girl falls. The pregnant girl gets, gets cut on a, a branch. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, no. I they know. don't get to go on the trips. I know. To the wilderness. Also, what is this trip? So everyone's getting on the bus and it, we don't see Heather, but then we see Heather and she is having like sharp shooting, like agonizing pains that are like doubling her over and then she just stands up like nothing happened and boards the bus and rolls her eyes at Amanda and Connor (laughs) (laughs) oh my the moment she had a pain I said don't let her on that bus (laughs) so they get to the conservation center oh it was a conservation center I mean no but they did say wilderness they did I know they did but I was like why are they going? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to the water treatment plant. No, they get to the (laughs) conservation. Like, remember I just, my elementary school took amazing, wonderful field trips. And then Mm -hmm. by the time it was high school, they were like, you can go pick up trash in this park. Like It was just, (laughs) it was like, oh, it's over. Um, So they get to the conservation center. They get split into two groups and Amanda and Connor get split up. Heather doesn't get put in a group. She just follows Amanda's group. Right. Right. And then but at some point, Amanda. She's continuing to have these pains. Right. And then Amanda has to go to the bathroom and. Another they reason let her why you can't. Alone. Yes. Another reason you cannot take <laughs> a pregnant person places. We do have to pee a lot. Also, someone has to go to the bathroom. I know. You're in the woods and don't know. Like, I. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, she, it's like literally Heather yeah. got. Heather was pushed on the floor and they immediately called the police. Meanwhile, Amanda's about to give birth and they're like, okay, find it. Yes. Find the and, restroom. And so then, as what we fear happens, Amanda is going to the bathroom and is lost. And we see that Heather is following her. Mm-hmm. And so Amanda like is checking her map. So it's like, this is a bathroom that you need a map to find. And yeah. then Heather pops out of nowhere. And then Heather starts telling um crazy lie like and, yeah. and you know that actually he really does like me and that he asked for the baby to be named after him and like and they yeah. like it's the acting choices like seem desperate and yes, she yes, does yes. that well desperate. and amanda yep. doesn't believe any of it and then just stop heather he never sleep with you all right he doesn't love you and he said so himself i mean god when are you going to get it through that twisted head of yours that you're just a mistake that he made? Your little plan to trap him or whatever obviously backfired because where are you now? You're alone in some apartment and soon you're going to be alone with a baby to take care of. Is that what you wanted? Because if it is, congratulations. You got it. You stupid bitch! Why? Why did you have to get pregnant? He didn't want you! He wanted me, and he still does. Because he promised that he will take care of me, of us. And you, why are you trying to ruin this? Why? You already have a family. And what do I have? I have nothing. Everyone in my life has left me. Do you know what that's like? No, of course you don't. Because you have everything that you want, you stupid, spoiled 
Selfish little bitch! As Heather goes on the ramp, we see she has a knife in her hand. Yeah. So Amanda starts to run away, clutching her belly. It's like, good Lord. <laughs> and finally, at some point, Connor and the teacher realize, where's Amanda? She went to pee and it's been 45 minutes. And Amanda's running and like, basically she's running and then stops short, realizing there's a huge drop. Yeah. And Heather just keeps on coming, tackles her, and they both fall over the edge. Picture it. Two, Two? pregnant teens <laughs> falling off a cliffside. <laughs> it's like I watching mean. it's like watching polar bears fight. <laughs> What? And then, like, as Connor's trying to find them, the women come to, Heather can't find her knife, so she picks up a rock and is about to smash Amanda's head, ah! when she has a sharp pain in her stomach again, and it makes her stop. And then, Megan, you gotta take it away, because okay. this is so, I, just, yeah, I almost <laughs> threw my laptop. Heather yells, Amanda, the baby's coming! Amanda, please help! Come back, please! The baby's coming! I need your help! And it's like, LOL, that's going to be a tough sell. And then Amanda helps her. Heather, do you want to have this baby? Yes! Then push! Uh, uh. Uh. And the baby comes out immediately. Immediate, immediately. This is what happens when you're a teenager. You get pregnant quick, you have the baby quick. In the woods. In the woods. Clean as a whistle, that baby. Connor gets to their location right after the baby's born. And right, he's definitely like, oh boy, it's a real baby. I know he looks, ter- like the look on his face with that baby is like a horror movie. It was very like, okay, I know Connor has auditioned several times for Teen Wolf. He has that kind of energy. He's in the woods filled with terror. And, and then he's like, oh, no. And she goes, Connor, it's our baby. Oh, my God. Then we cut to one month later. We're in a hospital. Older sister Kelly is walking through the hospital, gets to Amanda's room, and she kind of watches as Amanda and Connor are holding the baby and telling her how much they love her and they want to do what's best. And then finally, Kelly comes in. Again, watching this without saying a word, and then she says this. She's yours, Amanda. Yours and Connor's. You are her parents. It wouldn't be right for us to take her from you. But you've wanted a family for so long, and you are so happy. There's still time for me. Don't worry, I'll be just fine. Besides... I am going to be the coolest aunt in the world. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. All right. So has there been paperwork drawn up? I have no idea. I have no idea. The way this was all working, I feel like it was all going to be very just loose. Like yeah, they were Kelly have, would just come pick up yeah. the baby, and it would just be. They her were going to have a priest say it was okay, and then it's like, well, then it's law. Exactly, and then. Shortly after that, all the parents, Connors and <laughs> Amanda, show up, and Connor's mom is holding the other baby. Yeah. Heather's baby boy. Yeah. Okay. And everyone is so happy to the point where even the dad is like talking about how the little the baby boy is so strong. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, everyone's even even the wealthy parents have done a 180. Yep. And then they take they, the selfie. <laughs> they all take a they take a group selfie with both babies. Mm-hmm. At which point I wrote in the notes, this movie is sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, you know what? But you know what? We're not finished. No, no we're, we're not. not. No, we're so not. we cut to Heather in jail, which yep. does seem like one of two possible correct places for her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, a lawyer is telling her they found Trent's body. Um, and we and know you did it. Deal. And you yeah. should take a plea deal. You'll be out in 20 with good behavior. Well, I and don't think she's going to behave herself. No, and <laughs> she asks for some water. And when the lawyer leaves, she grabs his phone. Also, not password protected. And you a lawyer. You got legal yeah. stuff on that phone. You need to yeah. have that phone password protected as an advocate for the people. Yeah. She logs into her face place account or whatever it's called. <laughs> yep. And she sees all the baby photos that she has like missed of her child. Right, right. And then she says, don't worry. We'll be together soon. And then she takes a selfie of her in Multiple. jail looking Multiple. sexy. Multiple jail selfies on her lawyer's phone. Okay? On the lawyer's phone. What is she going to do? She's going to be like, I took some pictures. Will you email those to me? What is she going to do with them? And then curtains. Curtains. End of film. Double daddy. Double daddy. Well, well, well. (laughs) Everything works out for the the blondes in the end of double daddy. You think she went to jail because she's brunette? Yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be the bad girl. Yeah, the bad. She went to jail. Girl. She's a bad girl. And of she's course, a child, she had she's the boy. A child of abuse. She's she a had child the boy. of abuse. She had the boy. She goes to jail, and then the two Aryan teens are just like, "We're a family now. Let's all yeah. take a selfie with all the babies I made." Okay, thank God we have a special guest. Yeah. I'm gonna need someone else because it's just me yelling at you, and you don't need that, and neither does your unborn child. So thank God, we get to talk to. Comedian, friend, and recent daddy himself, Will Miles. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, listeners, we have an extra special guest this week. I know sometimes um, we say people are our friends. We don't mean it because this (laughs) this guest is really our friend. No, I'm kidding. I don't want anyone to be mad at me. You're all my friends. Ronnie Karam, you're my friend. Um, Our our special guest this week, a writer for Sherman Showcase and the new season of Southside and goes way back. I know that he used to have a comedy nickname that he doesn't go by anymore and he's asked me to stop bringing up. Please welcome to the pod, Mr. Will Miles. What's up, everybody? Yes. Will, this is so good. We've been like literally, I feel like from the moment we started the podcast and they were like, what guest should we have? It was like Will Miles, Will Miles. You know, Megan talked took about how much you watched. Over a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, I've been excited since the pod came out, since I heard about it. I think you guys told me a little bit before uh, yes. it, it came yeah. out, but I was like, I yeah, mean, hell yeah. The reason we wanted you is because you're a lifetime daddy. I am. Um, <laughs> and so we, we knew this film was perfect, but when did you start getting into lifetime movies? 
Oh, it's been years. I mean, I, I think I mm-hmm. watched them uh, growing up even mm-hmm. if they were out. But I know I love uh, Christmas time movies, the ones they mm-hmm. have. Uh-huh. And that probably started at my sister-in-law's house maybe six years ago. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. With, uh, <laughs> my wife's sister's kids, my nieces, they, we would uh, like we'd watch them together there and then took that tradition a little bit to my uh, my brother's kids, too. So it's like. <laughs> Wow, you got both sides of the family in on it now. And then it seems like it sort of escalated once you had your own child and like you were up at all hours. Like you were telling me you were watching movies all the time. I was. And it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it becomes a problem. Uh, And it's, it's like, (laughs) I watched them. Well, then you notice things. So I started watching all the like salt and peppers and the, uh, Mm -hmm. the the biopics. I watched those. Then I was, you know, you get stoned sometimes and you watch things. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> and if something's on screen, you're like, is that Vivica Fox? And so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that happened like twice. And I was like, all right, what are these movies? And I saw they all had the tradition of like the wrong. The yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. The wrong family. Yeah. That's a, that's a film we've covered. The wrong boy <laughs> next door. The wrong. All these. And I was like, let me let me catch these. So since then, it's just been like, well, I'm going to watch this. And yeah. then I watched the KFC one, which with Mario Lopez. Uh huh. The KFC <laughs> one. You know, I've never seen it. You know, oh, I've never I seen it either. Oh I haven't my either. god! Now, Will, you know, as a new daddy, we did task you with watching Double Daddy, and I am curious to know, you know, what were your first thoughts? I received a text from you <laughs> as you were watching the motion picture, being like, "I am nine minutes in, and this is already wild." <laughs> I uh, I will say, you know, in the end, the person does go to jail. But I would just like to tack on a few more crimes. <laughs> <laughs> she sexually assaulted a man in the opening scene. Uh huh. Yes. yes. Thank yes. you. Heather, thank you. Heather. Thank yes. you. An ally for men and women. Yeah. yeah. It's it was nuts. I can't, I was like, well, it was one of those where you're watching. You're like, they're not about to really, and it's like, oh no, she's yeah. Yep. Oh, she did it. She well, they have. I knew they were going to do it because the film's called Double Daddy. Yeah, that's and- true. And I, but I didn't think was, it was going to be that way. I thought it was going to be he was drunk and hooked up with someone who wasn't his girlfriend, not he was drunk and then coerced and lured yeah. to a garage and then yeah. mounted. Yeah, he might have even said Ooh. no. <laughs> I think he did. I, I think, think he did multiple he said, times. No, please yeah. don't. And yes. then, yeah, but also he's got some pretty potent sperm, I will say. That's uh Yeah. That's that teen sperm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, it's a teen sperm, teen ovaries, definitely. Yeah, a lot, I mean, hey. I don't know if we're all the same age, but we yeah, in our we, age, yeah. we actually try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's brought up in there, you know, her older and sister. Like the but, sister, yeah. yeah. She's like, this isn't fair. <laughs> I was like, this is real. I was like, that is accurate. That is yeah. a true moment. So um, we saw Heather give birth in a ditch in the woods on a school field trip. <laughs> and uh, it happened very fast. Yep. I'm just yep. wondering, you're you're probably the only one that of the three of us that's been in a labor room. Now, did that seem similar to your wife's Yes, did that feel believable? The speed with, with which the baby came out. I was like, maybe this is a teen thing too, but this shit was like, Doctors in and out, uh, two days long, so much checking of vaginal openings. I'm like, this is not how I go. I almost fainted about 20 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. This took, this took place in like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. And it was so dirty, though. I was like, I'm sorry. The baby is like 
leaves. In the woods. Yeah. I was like, dirt, leaves, twigs. It doesn't even have, a, have an immune system yet. No, and, and there's an umbilical cord. So did they just walk? Right. Like, did were they doing like a three-legged race to get out of there? Oh, no, no, them? no. You know Heather's got a knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? she oh, knife. she did have a knife. She was trying to cut all other girl. Yeah. And she's like, that's why I brought the knife, you guys. <laughs> I also, it seems very hard, and maybe this is the Christianity of it, mm-hmm. to be like, I mean, I guess babies do make a difference, but it's like, hey, this bitch just tried to cut me. And I, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm not about to necessarily go back and I'll get somebody else. <laughs> yeah. You'll find the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Who is from In Living, In Living Color. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I was literally, when I was watching it, I was like, who is she? I was like, why is this making me crazy? And then I was like, yes, in living yep. color. And I'm going to get you stuck because she took she off. Was queen. Yeah, yeah, she was a 90s queen. Yeah, she was a 90s queen. Oh, happy to see her then. I know the new season of Southside is coming out. When does it premiere? Where can people watch it? November 11th on HBO Max. So you can <gasps> love it. Wow, HBO. And yeah. I peep a follow through hat in the background. Oh, there is. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. You hear that Bleach Report? Sneak this season too. Coming soon. Yeah, please, please, because I have a baby and it's just one daddy and he got to pay for it. We need eight seasons to sneak this to keep kids in nice clothes. Thanks, Will. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. I'm so glad he was here. That was Mm -hmm. honestly perfect for us. Oh, my God. Okay. that It also kind of took some of the edge off for me emotionally. But I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, Now, next week. We got another doozy. We got another doozy, honey. Next week, we are watching Her Fatal Family Secret. Ooh, okay. A defense lawyer, Abby, gets pinned into representing a murder suspect, her estranged sister accused of murdering their father. Layers on layers. Okay. But when more people Abby loves start turning up dead, she must quickly determine whether her sister is guilty of the murders or if there was someone else from her family's past that might be the culprit. This sounds like a mashup of like four movies we've covered so far. So that's I'm going to tell you right now, they have a secret brother that they didn't know about who is jealous of the life that the sisters had. And now they're killing everybody. I'm going to call okay. it right now. But okay. you know what? Let's let's find out. OK, you can watch this. It's premiering on LMN at 8 p.m. on Friday, November 5th. So watch it. Tune in then and we can find out if I'm right, because that's my theory. My theory is there's a secret sibling who is jealous. And we're ready to see a man be the bad one again. That's what I need. That's what I watch Lifetime for. All right, you guys. Don't say we never gave you nothing. We'll see you next week. Bye, double babies. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. Our editor and sound designer is David Tattashore. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by... Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 